couples at the Golden Globes last night. Did you see anybody that shocked you? Or you were like, wow, I didn't know that they were so close to each other. Um, some some that I was like, oh, I didn't realize. And then I kind of remembered in the blinds or like Ali Wong and Bill Hader. Hmm. You know, uh, she won and accepted her award. And then she mentioned her the father of her children. And then... But she was sitting next to Bill Hader and oh, kissing Bill Hader. Yeah. yeah. So I know that she had been divorced. I guess I just didn't remember that they became a couple. But then there were Kylie and uh, Timothy. Well, that's the pop culture. There were a couple pop culture moments last night where I was like, my talkers are definitely going to be interested in this one. And mm-hmm. the first one of those moments was, of course, Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner snogging directly into the camera like it was it was uh they were going to break if i remember correctly and it was like he reached in kissed her like at the exact moment the cameraman i mean you got to know the producer behind the you know scenes in the room was like cut to timothy because he could see her going or see him going in on kylie oh for sure i mean and totally caught them like And then he was right in her face talking to her like, ah, Mi amor, I love you, I love you. And she was not leaning in. She was just sitting up and he was worshiping her. Wait, say that again? She didn't seem to be leaning in as much as he is. Oh, like and, he was way more eager than she was. Yeah, he seems like a real eager beaver. I Well, career-wise, certainly, right? Like, publicationship-wise, I will say I still, it. I don't know what it is. I have done this job for how many years now? And I am still amazed that, like, I was surprised to see Kylie Jenner in that room Mm -hmm. because not that I don't get it, why she's there, but I just, there's something wrong. I don't know. (laughs) know. It's like, well, they worked their way in. I mean, they are now inside. I mean, they are more famous. They are wealthier than probably the majority of the Mm. people in those rooms. So I get why she's there. But there was something a little, like, you know, old school jarring about that for me, where I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> well, that's yeah. where we are. You know, it was the Grammys, you know, Kim would be at the Grammys. Well, and even Taylor and Swift, then, because like when, you know, like yeah. Taylor Swift had every reason to be there. She was nominated. Right. But normally when we think of Taylor Swift, when we think of Kim Kardashian, I'm not saying they're the same people, but that level of celebrity and attention that the outside world gives them. Mm-hmm is not usually for movies and not usually for that sort of moment in Hollywood. Yeah. Increasingly, it's becoming so. Specifically with Taylor Swift, is a little different story, but that's mostly because she has made an effort to, you know, be a part of Hollywood in a way that maybe the Kardashians don't. But it is still it is still unique, I think, to see, like, you know. Billie Eilish. And oh, my gosh. By the way, I'm so glad either. she won last night that for her song. That was really cool. That song, just, I love that song. Three songs were nominated from Barbie last and, night, and hers won. And, Mike, like you said, she had a speech. Like, she had a plan. She told a story, and yep. that was really nice. Even though she was like, I can't believe I'm up here. This is intimidating. <laughs> but she did say, like, I was really depressed whenever they called me to do this song, and this song changed me. And helped me get through that. So it's like, oh, that's really sweet. It absolutely was. And again, um, that song, What Was I Made For? Just a great song. So I'm glad that she was there. Who else was there that maybe were like, ooh, pop culture, pop culture. Well, we did reference Taylor Swift. Should we talk about... I mean, J-Lo was there, and it was kind of weird to see her, too. Even she was kind of stuck in a corner, (laughs) right? Like, and I do, and we are... Oh, J-Lo. 
in the next segment, we're going to talk about Ben and uh, Ben versus Matt, because I think they have aged differently in Hollywood. Um, anxious to hear what you say about that. I think the reason that Ben has aged the way he has is because of Jen. And (laughs) anyway, she was there and they kept cutting to her. And I was like, she's well, first of all, she's just always gorgeous. Like, does a camera ever land on her? And you're not like blown away at how beautiful people don't age. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's the good lighting. Ryan Gosling. Oh, um, give me a break. I mean, again, oh, the Taylor Swift thing. I knew there was like something I was missing about Taylor Swift. The thing that stuck out to me now, go with me because it's going to sound superficial. They, there was a scene where the camera is just panning. And if you're like me and I'm sure you are Don, in this way and Mike, I'm sure too. anybody in our line of business, like I'm paying attention to all those, like, like what's going on in the breaks. What are people, who are they talking to? Like Jennifer what's on Anderson their table? And Jason Bateman were laughing so hard. I'm yeah. like, are they like, on cocaine? Like what's, what are they talking about? Taylor Swift, they cut to her. It was a pan. I think it was a pan shot. And all of a sudden she's like eating. And I was like, oh, my. But nobody else was eating. Yeah. And I couldn't see food the rest of the night. And I'm like, did. But I think this has been a conversation. If anybody knows the answer, let me know. I should have probably Googled a little bit. But I feel like there has been this whole conversation about no food, which is why we've had award shows that kind of go off the rails. Because you have all these Hollywood celebrities who are inebriated with no food happening or very little food. And I thought suddenly, like... They don't want a carb load. Before they get up there, they well, won't it, fit in their dress. But, well, I think it's also, too, like, it's weird to be caught on film eating. And she was also drinking, too. Yeah. But I'm... But, you Taking know... A sip. I'm just saying, like, you don't see a lot of cameras cutting to people chewing. And I thought that was amazing. Because I was like, I love that she's just like, I gotta eat. Yeah. And she was eating. But I wanted to know, like, what was the actual dining? Like, did they get plate served? Or did you have to, like, go out to the... I saw some pass-arounds. I saw somebody with a big plate of appetizers passing it in the background to someone else. And you remember what Will Ferrell said at the end? What did he say? Smells like hot sushi. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, like, literally, and that's what everyone was saying is, like, it reeked of... Because they had sushi, sushi. and it was, like, a really hot room. I mentioned it at the beginning. It smelled like bad fish. Right. (laughs) Hot sushi. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. That's hilarious. (laughs) Did you see the uh, Selena and Taylor little... little chat no so kelly um teller that is um was sitting right next to taylor swift those two were next to each other the whole night that's kelly teller and then selena came over at one point and she leans over and says something to taylor and all of a sudden you see taylor's mouth just drop and then either kelly or taylor said you could hear it in a different video you know how detectives get on twitter they splice the videos together you could just hear one say timothy and the speculation is that Selena walked over and said, I asked to take a picture with Kylie and Timothy Chalamet, and they told me no. <gasps> That's what the speculation on social media is. Oh, my Lord. Because if you watch the two of them talk, it's so, like, girls dishing about. Like, girl, it's, even Selena does this little head nod, like, mm-hmm. That's what he said <laughs> to me. It. It's so awesome. I Such a good it. clip. Petty corner junction. I saw Steven Spielberg just in the, it's like they're going to commercial and he's walking away from the table to go to the bathroom or whatever. And he looks like he is not being talked to, but he is. There is a man that's so desperate. I don't know who it was, but he was like, like in his grill, like talking and talking and talking. And I'm like, oh my God. Just let him get Just chill out. Pump the brakes. I don't know who you are, but is this your moment to talk to Steven Spielberg? And he's like so used to being talked at yeah, that he's just like, I'm used to this. It was just awkward. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. 
I always I just feel bad for the the one thing I do feel bad for actors is that people throw jokes at them and in an instant you have to have the the exact right reaction face. And if you don't, thousands of tweets slash threads slash think pieces will be written about your reaction. Yeah. And what you really thought. I think I would just smile and laugh at everything. You kind of have because to. Just do it. I yeah. mean, Robert De Niro was laughing a lot. I'm like, yeah, they're saying but some then, funny stuff about like. I don't know. I kind of feel like I'd be the person that would just give the exact wrong face so that it, you know, gave people purpose, a reason. Yeah, like, stare. like Taylor like, did not laugh at that eye. NFL joke. Well, and that joke was not that bad. And it was, ca- I think she was just caught off guard. Like, she's probably eaten. And I also think she was playing into it by just yeah. no-selling it. Like, yeah. she was just literally like, hmm, I'm going to take my drink now, and no one, whatever. Yeah. That, to me, was funnier audience, than the joke. If you missed it, Joe Coy made a reference, and I'm going to forget it now, but he basically said something about the number of uh, camera t- shots on Taylor Swift at the awards show versus the, the it NFL. It was less than the, what the yeah. NFL has done. They just ended a doubleheader in the NFL. He's like, we just came off of an NFL doubleheader. The only difference between this and the NFL is we have actually have less camera shots of Taylor Swift. More things to show. I mean, you know. It's like, but And also, his delivery, like, he kind of struggled a little bit with his delivery, which, you know, makes the joke yeah. a little clunky. He was very clunky. And so it just unfortunately... I don't know. I, I was rooting for him. I'm like, come on, do better because I know you're funnier than this. And it just wasn't his night. When we come back, I do want to spend a little time talking about Ben versus Matt and their aging in Hollywood because I think they're the same age ish, right? Yeah. Those I think two. So. And so I think the way that they have, like, just their side by side when they presented last night. Uh, was kind of insightful for me, and I'll share you uh, share some thoughts when we come back right here. I'm- hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Your dental health is super duper important, so important rather. So this year, I want you to do me a favor: make sure you put it on the list of things to take care of, and it's really easy. Just head to dakotadental.com. You can make an appointment online, but you can also just pick up the phone and give them a call. I've done that many, many times. Um, If you have a dental emergency at any point this year, I want you to remember Dakota Dental. But if you just need those regular checkups and cleanings, they are a great place to go for you and the whole family. And I guarantee they have plenty of appointments at times that will work with your schedule. In fact, this very week, I am almost positive they've got appointments ready and waiting for you. I got my own reminder for my regular checkup. It's coming up towards the end of the month. They always remind me in plenty of time so that uh, I can head down to Apple Valley and get the best dental care in the Twin Cities. Head to dakotadental.com today. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Details at jacksonhewitt.com. There are radio stations that specialize in politics and other serious matters. Good for them. We do something a little uh, lighter. Seriously lighter. My Talk 1071. I'm picking out this dress, trying on these shoes, because I'll be single soon. Take a look at your Channel 5 Omnibus News forecast. We are trying to work up to a high of 32 for today. Snow flurries on and off throughout the day with a cloudy sky. Tonight will drop down to 28. And again, some flurries hanging around. Tomorrow, snow showers and 30 will be the high. That might be the last time we see 30s for quite a while as the temperatures will drop to end this week and then really drop into the single digits for highs in next week. Right now, it is 30 and uh, some light flurries around the area here at My Talk 1071. My talk 1071 uh, the golden globes last night it was three hours that was a pretty good show you know on cbs for the first time and um under new own ownership uh, and um we are talking about it today you noticed something about ben and matt yeah so ben being of course ben affleck matt of course being matt damon the two of them presented last night and as they were standing side by side i was like and my partner jamie commented on this as well like they are aging and you know normally we don't spend a lot of time focused on the way people look or at least you know we try not to make it all about that but sometimes i think it's relevant because hollywood is about your public image your physical presence oftentimes right yes so to get a little petty about it like watching them stand side by side and i realize this is a not a visual medium that we're on right now but ben affleck you can just tell has chosen to age a different way in hollywood than matt damon matt damon very sort of like classically he's letting his hair grow gray go did i say grow gray yeah i guess it is grow gray go gray grow gray grow grow Grogu. And um, Ben Affleck died within an inch of his life. Like every facial hair of his has been dyed. But uh, did I say Ben? Yeah, Ben. Matt, however, as I said, letting himself go gray naturally. You can also tell Ben has had a lot of like, not necessarily like surgery on his face, but like you can tell he's had some like some stuff, which this is not a judgment one way or the other. But I was like, oh, I bet that having Jennifer Lopez in your life yeah. gives you a lot of opportunity and uh, influence to get a bunch of work done mm-hmm. and to pay way more attention to your physical presence. Yeah, maybe she's saying like, hey, you've got some bags under your eyes from all that drinking. Maybe you should get some filler. Yeah, maybe. Um, but like he looked way more tan than matt did like he'd obviously had a spray tan he'd obviously uh like i said dyed all of his facial hair and i just thought this is interesting because they're both roughly the same age uh one's 51 one's 53 so they're in their early 50s and i think that has to be a conscious choice as an actor in hollywood oh yeah i mean what does Nicolas cage really look like well (laughs) right now he looks like that's a whole different story Yeah, he's got definite magician hair going on. I, for some reason, I'm fine with it, though. Just well, that's because you so like weird. him. But. Yeah, yeah. But I, I totally agree. Maybe it's just that the perception, like, they both have totally different faces. And I think Matt, da- uh, Matt Damon has a kinder face with lines. 
and smiling because he smiles a lot. So his aging looks better on well, him. Well, yeah, but I think that's probably Botox, don't you think? Like Ben has less lines on his face because he's probably had more work done. Ben has less lines. Yes. Matt, sorry. Yeah. Matt has less lines. Or no, Ben has, yeah, Ben yeah. Affleck has less lines on his face. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying that I think because of just the way people age, some people you're like, whoa. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they look oh, totally and this different. is not about that. I think both of them look great for their age. I just think, you know, like when you get to a certain, myself included, you have to make certain choices. Like, you know, um, we've all got plenty of things available at our disposal Mm -hmm. and whether it's Botox or not even, not even that kind of stuff as much as like, am I going to dye my hair? And I'm talking specifically about being a man because those are usually the things men, women have, I think a whole host of different probably uh, expectations or choices to make when they start to age. Right. And it's probably a lot sooner than what men have to deal with. But just seeing these two side by side, I was like, Oh, that is so fascinating. You can tell one of them has decided to go one direction and the other one. And plus, I mean, again, Ben is with J-Lo. She is constantly like color coordinating their outfits. Like If you ever see them together, they are always in complimentary fashion. He does yeah. not have the opportunity to just walk into his closet and pick something out. Or have a gray beard. Yeah. For instance. Exactly. Um, I noticed when they were on stage presenting because for um, best... Um, what was it? The director? Christopher Nolan? Yeah. Um, that Ben was like serious as stone and Matt was just kind of like more happy-go-lucky. Hmm. And then Christopher Nolan hugged Ben Affleck for a very, or not Ben Affleck, he yeah. hugged. Matt uh, and him Matt, walked off the stage together. And they did. And he had his arm around him and he was talking, talking, talking to him. He also hugged Matt Damon for a very long time and then gave Ben a side hug and I'm like I wonder how Ben feels about that also he was walking behind them and it was just awkward it was like oh and I don't know what that's about well They're I'm assuming Matt more... probably has more of a relationship with with him yeah. well, Matt, Matt was in Oppenheimer yeah that's true so I think that was maybe because he helped win him that reward I mean yeah, um, yeah. That's true. that makes sense yeah yeah so if you're just joining us, we're talking about the Golden Globes um, from last night. Okay, so other than those celebrity observations, was there anything else when it comes to you, you know, making those superficial judgments about celebrities, people's hair, people's fashion, anybody that stuck out to you, Dawn? Um, I would say, let's see, let me look at my list here. Um, I mean, we mentioned it a little bit before, but actually we haven't talked about Jared Leto's gloves. Oh, yeah. Jared Leto's gloves. I had no idea what was going on. Like, why was he wearing gloves? I think it's a fashion choice. And then I thought, is it, are his hands really cold? Does he have Renaud's, you know, syndrome where your hands and feet are very cold? I don't know. Does he always wear gloves? Um, I've seen him wear gloves a lot. Have you really? But I think it's a fashion choice. I thought his I thought he was hilarious. He had that deadpan look to him, but he had jokes and it was pretty yeah. funny i was just surprised because i was like i've never seen him wear gloves like it's just so obvious like not that you can't wear gloves or there's anything wrong with that but it's very obvious when you are holding something and you're in front of the camera like oh like you chose envelope. gloves tonight. yeah you have to open an envelope how's that gonna work when we come back here on the adventures of bradley and Doug, we're going to talk about some of the other movies we watched this weekend because of course it's movie season there's plenty to watch the weather's perfect for movies We'll talk about some of those movies and more when we return right here on My Talk 1071.
everything entertainment. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here wishing everyone a happy, healthy new year. From my friends at Alight, you know Alight, the Twin Cities-based organization that's spreading around the globe 365 days a year to help those who are displaced by war, conflict, and famine. And you've heard me talk all month, actually since last month, about subscriptions for good. This is a wonderful opportunity from my friends at Alight to give back to help each and every month in a way just like when you're paying each month for your subscriptions for a streaming service. You sign up, you subscribe, and then you know each and every month you're going to get great content. Well, when you have a subscription for good, you sign up, subscribe, and know that every month your contribution is going to help those in need. Those around 20 countries around the world that Alight is staffed in 365 days a year to help those who are fleeing uh, some of the worst tragedies we're facing. To learn more about subscriptions for good, head to Alight today. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Uh, hopefully you watched the Golden Globes last night. Uh, if you didn't, we watched some movies this weekend, there's a lot to watch. That's what's great now about streaming is that these these shows, a lot of them are uploaded on Netflix or Hulu or some type of a streaming service. You can rent them on Prime, uh, and it gives everybody a chance to see some movies. Yes, not all of them, but most of them. Yeah, I would say, I mean, most of the ones people are going to want to see, if you're going to get next level about it, you're going to have to do some digging and hunting and uh, spelunking. But for the most part, I would say that the major ones most people want to see, they're going to get a chance to. Uh, I know that your partner, Jamie, he goes to see even the short films for the Oscars and, and some of these. What what are the best theaters out there to see some of these movies that they re- Some of the different movies like Past Lives or... Um, you know, that's a great that question. The uh, that's a great question. Path. We should ask him. I, I know that it's changed over the years, and especially since COVID, I think theaters have changed somewhat. So that's probably changed as well. I mean, the smaller theaters like the Lagoon are going to have the more artsy films. And it yeah. really depends year to year where the shorts land. Mm-hmm. So, I've seen the shorts at the Lagoon. That's yeah. a really good suggestion. But I know they've been at the Riverview before. So there's there's uh, we'll have to check in with him before the Oscars because he... He, you know, truly has a list, checks it twice. I mean, last night he was updating his spreadsheet on Excel for like what he, you know, what who he thought was going to win. Less, he's, he's less concerned with the Golden Globes. Yeah. he He's more concerned with knocking things off that inevitably are going to be Oscar picks. So Gotcha. Okay. So there were a lot last night that were like, oh, we got to watch that. We got to watch that. This weekend, we alone watched three films. I know you watched three films too. And one of the ones that we watched is one we talked about last week called The Society of the Snow. Society of the Snow was a Spanish film that's actually about a Uruguayan rugby team. Of course, the tragic, um, you would know the Uruguayan rugby team from 1972 because of the plane that crashed in the Andes Mountains that led to the major motion picture in the 90s, Alive. Well, that story has been uh, retold, this time from the perspective of a book that was written, Mm. I believe by one of the survivors, um, I haven't done too much digging, but what I will say is the movie came out this year as a Spanish entry for uh, 
uh, it was up last night for whatever the best foreign language film category mm-hmm. was. And it did not win because, of course, Anatomy of a Fall won. Mm-hmm. But I will say, if you are fascinated or interested by that story, I would highly recommend it because the filmmaking, the, the what's the word? The cinematography in that film was breathtaking, mm. gorgeously terrifying. So you have, again, it's the story of these uh, Uruguayan rugby players who are going to Chile for a competition, I think. And they and friends and family, and this is, again, a real story that happened, crash just before they're about to land in Chile. Mm -hmm. But they crash in the Andes Mountains. And where they crash, this is not a spoiler because, I mean, it's history. Right. They essentially are stranded in the Andes for a very long time. I won't tell you exactly how long because that is a part of the film. It is like day one, blah, blah, blah. And you start Mm, to see. And then they'll catch you up and you will not believe how long this story goes on in the midst of this breathtaking scenery. I mean, they're true. Like if you had been dropped out of the sky into this place, you'd be like, this is one of the most beautiful places on earth yet surrounded by the number of people who died on the plane when it crashed, the people who are injured, who are dying Mm. and the struggle for those who survived to continue to stay alive Mm -hmm. despite no water, no food, very little, if any shelter Mm -hmm. or heat, Uh, to keep them from the elements in the snow-covered mountains. And I noticed that the approach with Alive, the movie Alive, um, it seemed to be focused... I mean, you can't... What I'm getting to is that I saw one of the posters for the the movie, and it was a celebration. Like, they were jumping up and down with happiness. And so I was like, oh... That's a different look. It's a different take on this movie. I'm glad that part of it is at least showing that there is some good that comes out of it or celebration. Instead well, of just yeah, I mean, spoiler the alert, they thing. do get discovered. But yeah, like mm-hmm. I won't tell you how that all goes down. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's that's otherwise there would be no movie. Right. Because right. it would. Well, I mean, I guess there could be a movie, but it'd be a really sad movie. Like, mm-hmm. well, and then everybody yeah, we died. Never knew. Yeah. But it does. It, it is. But at the same time, I don't want you to get the wrong impression. It is not like an overly joyous film for the majority of the time. Sure. It is a very dark and it was like, do I really want to watch this? But I will tell you that they the actors mm. and they put them all on a um medically supervised diet because they had to lose weight because again these are they're trying to play people who have not eaten for weeks slash months Mm. so you know it is just physically a grueling thing to watch but i don't know i thought it was definitely worth it and the the acting was amazing and again just the cinematography was beautiful so that's society of the snow and you can see it on on netflix Netflix. right Mm -hmm. yeah right now actually what did you watch um i watched maestro oh yeah with bradley cooper yeah and there was there has been a lot of talk about how oh he's not going to win any awards because he's so thirsty to get like he he filmed the movie in a way that was like i won an oscar and i'm like okay it's visually stunning Carrie Mulligan and Bradley Cooper alone. Their acting is so fantastic. Carrie Mulligan. Uh, you know that old-timey, old-school way of talking? 
that you saw in black and white films. Well, I mean, people really talked like the that. The transatlantic dialect. Yes. So she is so good at that. And it, it for a lot of it, it makes you feel like you're actually watching an old black and white movie mm. like that you would put on TCM. Yeah. So he nails that. A um, lot of beautiful camera shots. I mean, he really knows what he's doing here. And he has to play Leonard Bernstein in many, like from a young age to a very old age. Mm. And the makeup people who created those prosthetics and made his old age look, they are, I, I want them to win an award. It's fantastic. So what you're saying is like, don't listen to the blind items don't about Bradley Cooper it. being thirsty, which also we talked a little bit about this before the show. An actor or a creator or a person who's in the business of creating things, being thirsty for, you know, the accolades and appreciation of his peers. That's like not the worst character defect in the world. So he did his best. Is that what you're mad about? Because it's outstanding. I mean, he does a great job acting and it's just I really love the film. Visually stunning. The acting was great. And also the way the story is told. You know, he lived his life mostly closeted, but married. And it really does show the complexity of people's sexuality. He was really, truly in love with her Mm -hmm. until the day she died. And you see that and how, you know, that that can be two things at one time. Do we know know? who's behind the story? Because, you know, we do have that thing from time to time where we wonder about who's telling the story and who's uh you know who sort I of I think he wrote it I'm cuz he did like everything writers Bradley Cooper and Josh Singer Yeah but like, directed did, by him starred Did Leonard Bernstein's like family were they involved They were involved mm. and they did help and they did approve of this movie they you know just you know reading articles and, and stuff and they're very happy All Right so with you liked it. it I loved it Okay and it's probably going to get nominated. I for cried an several times. Academy Award. Oh, it should. Yeah. I was just sad that it was the same year as Oppenheimer, you know, because I think it equally. I think it was equally as good. Mm. All right. So add that to your list of things to watch. And where is that available? That's on Netflix. Uh, there's a lot on Netflix. Speaking of Netflix, I do want to just before we leave remind or uh, let you know about another film that I watched this weekend called Rustin, which. Uh, you may not have heard about it, but it is sort of a biographical drama, and it's essentially the story of Bayard Rustin. And a lot of people may not be familiar with Bayard, but he was instrumental in the organization of the March on Washington and working closely with Martin Luther King Jr. But he was also gay, openly gay, at a time when that was not perceived as a positive and also was used as a wedge to sort of uh, remove him from the civil rights movement to Mm -hmm. sort of blunt the power and the efficacy of the civil rights movement. And so to be able to see his story on the big screen is it's not only an important story to tell, um, but it just hasn't been told in this way before. So to see a feature length film about it was pretty cool. And um, I enjoyed the history of it. There are some great performances. Chris Rock is in it playing if I remember correctly, Roy Wilkins. Okay. And yeah, um, there's a second here. There's some other really uh, Audra McDonald, Jeffrey Wright, Coleman Domingo plays Rustin. Uh, and frankly, uh, you know, add it to your list if you're the least bit interested. I know our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes, he talked about it, he loved it. 
Uh, that is also, as I said, on Netflix. So you've got plenty to watch in the way of films, and I'm sure we'll talk about uh, some of the other movies we've watched on our march towards the Oscars. But when we come back, it is time to play a game. And I imagine, or I don't know, I wonder if the game will be somehow Golden Globes inspired. What do you think, Dawn? What are the um, chances? I don't, I'm not sure, but if it isn't, that's okay. Oh, God, of course it's okay. <laughs> I just wouldn't be surprised that Mike has come up with something special. When we come back right here on... Welcome to My Talk 107.1, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. It's been a fun day talking about the Golden Globes. They were last night. If you missed any of our broadcasts and you want to listen to it, you can download our podcast. Find it anywhere you get your podcast. Just look up The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn or My Talk. Now it's time to get to a game. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is indeed that time to play a little game show roulette. It's how we wrap up the show every single day, and it's uh, what we're going to do again today. But first, got to spin the wheel and find out what game we are going to be playing. There goes the wheel. Where will it stop? It all comes down to this. Oh, yeah. It's time for America Says. Oh, oh, America, you better say the right thing. America's going to be saying stuff. Remember, this is our game that's kind of one part match game, one part uh, family feud. It's uh, one of the most popular current running game shows that are uh, playing right now, especially on the Game Show Network. Higher, lower one? Nope. This is the one where I'm going to give you a question, and okay. then you're going to have three answers possible to you. And I'm even going to give you the first letter of those three answers. Ooh. And then if you are able to keep getting them right, you're going to keep getting points. If you get any of them wrong, your opponent's going to steal your board and have a chance to take your points from you. Whoever's okay. got the most points after two rounds is going to be our winner today. If it goes to a tiebreaker, that's where uh, we will go if needed. But uh, it is a Monday. I'm going to flip a coin, Don. Call it heads or tails. Tails. It is indeed tails. That means you get to choose. Do you want question A or question B for round one? I'll choose A. You're going to choose A. This is your first board. So again, as long as you keep getting them right, you're going to keep control. Kids often ask the question, what's your favorite blank? There's no time. There's no worries. I'm just going to give you. Kids (laughs) often ask the question, what's your favorite blank? Now, the top or the three answers that are available for you are one starts with a C, one starts with an M. And one starts with a T. Now, whichever one of those three you feel the most confident in, kids often ask the question, what's your favorite what? Um, one with a C, one I with an M, one with C. a T. You're going to start with C. Yeah. What do you think that one is? Color. Is that color? It absolutely is. First point going to Don. Nicely done. You keep control until you miss one. Okay. Um, what is your favorite... One search with an movie? M, one search with a T. You're going to say movie. Is it movie? You're darn right Good it job. is. Two points. You're okay. coming down to our final one. Kids often ask the question, what's your favorite blank? Starts with a T. Playing America mm. Says here for Game Show Roulette today. Uh, TV show. TV show. If it's TV show, you get the point. If it's not, Bradley's got a chance to steal. Is it TV show? It is not. Bradley, what do you think that last one is? Toy. If it's toy, he's going to steal the point. If it's anything else, it's going to be a 2-0 lead for Dawn. Is that toy? It is toy. Yes. Bradley's able to take one point, but don't worry, Dawn. you got a chance to steal all his points. That was I thought good. it might be teacher. <laughs> that would be a good one, too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, let's jump up to question the second question here for round one. Are you ready, Bradley? Let's do it. Oh, no. The photographer snapped the picture at the exact moment I did what? One of your answers starts with an S. 
One starts with a C and one starts with a B. You can choose out of those three <laughs> what you think you want to go with. Oh, no. The photographer snapped the picture at the exact moment I did what? I'm going to start with the B bomb. You're going to start with the B. What you got? Blinked. Is it blinked? It is. We got ourselves a 2-2 game after that correct answer. Uh, you got two more up there on your board. What do you think? <laughs> C, Bob. You're going to go with C. What's C? It, <sighs> coughed? Is it oh, coughed? <laughs> it actually oh! is. You got that one. Nicely done. So, again, you have one more left. Oh, no. The photographer snapped the picture at the exact moment. I did what? You've got blinked. You've got coughed. And the last one starts with an S. I have, like... Uh, R-rated versions of each of these. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I'm not going to share those. Oh, I'm going to no. share the PG version. What's the PG yeah. version? The S would be sneeze. If it's sneeze, you're going to run to the table and take a two-point lead. Is it sneezed? It is. You got all three of them. Nicely yeah. done. Yeah. Uh, blink, sneeze, cough. So those were the three. We're going to round two. Don, you're trailing. You get to choose. Do you want uh, question A or question B. A. A. Again, we're playing uh, America Says, a uh, very popular game on Game Show Network right now. You're going to go with uh, A. Here you go. Here's your question and your board, Don. You've got to get uh, a few. Actually, yeah, this is this is the best way to do this. Let's start with this one. Um, I forgot you can steal points from him, so it's not quite over here. Oh, okay. yeah. It's never over might, until we yeah. get to the last one. Uh, who is the cutest Disney sidekick? Oh, no. Who is the cutest Disney sidekick? You've got an answer that starts with a G, an answer that starts with an O, and an answer that starts with a P. Hmm. Whatever you're feeling most confident in. Again, we're talking about the cutest sidekicks when it pertains to Disney. Gosh. This is terrible. Um, You've got time. It's all good. Again, America says our game. It's a 4-2 lead for Bradley at this point, but Donna can make a run here. How about Gustav? Gustav, it is. Gustav, is that one of Disney's cutest sidekicks? Not one of the three, unfortunately. So with that, you lose control. Bradley, it goes over to you. Can you think with a G, an O, or a P, one of the cutest Disney sidekicks? I don't know Disney very well, but okay. I'm going to take a guess with the O. You're going to go with the O. What you got? Olaf? Is it Olaf? <laughs> I think that's what I was trying to say. Oh, God. Yeah, it that's what Olaf. I was thinking. Okay. I just... <laughs> it is Olaf. You got the first one there. Nicely oh. done. All right. So then we've got a G you got and a, a G P. and a P available to you here as we're playing America Says on Game Show Roulette to wrap up the show today G- the, um the only thing that comes to mind is not an actual answer so <laughs> sidekick right sidekick disney cutest disney sidekick is how the question is worded i don't know goofy all right it's not a sidekick though is it goofy it absolutely is ah! Oh my gosh, good uh, job. Again, it's what the perception of what America is saying. The game yeah. is called America Says, and uh, Goofy is indeed one of those answers. You got that one right. Nicely done. Uh, gives you a chance to run the uh, the table here on Don's Clues. I'm going to say it's... You got one more. Starts with a P. P. The only one that's coming to mind, it can't be Peter Pan. <laughs> if it's Peter Pan, you're going to run the table. Uh, if it's not, Don could uh, potentially climb back into this. Is it Peter Pan? It is not. Think of sidekicks 
Think of cute little sidekicks running boop, boop, alongside. Is it my guess now? It's well, you could no. go for it, sure. It's not you, Pinocchio, is it? No, but it's not. <laughs> uh, the correct answer for this final one, Piglet. Oh, oh, cute little piglet. That, that's a part of it. Mm-hmm. That is indeed a part of it. All right, we're going back over to Bradley here. you got three more to potentially get to really just put an exclamation point on your round. Oh, great. I went through the drive-thru, and they forgot to give me what? I went through the drive-thru, and they forgot to give me what? Your answer is one starts with a K, one starts with an N, and one starts with an F. Wait, say that again. K? K, N, and F. K, N, and F. I went through the drive-thru and they forgot to give me what? I'm going to say K is ketchup. Uh, is it ketchup? You're darn right it is. Ketchup. K, N, and F is N, napkins. Is it napkins to get his second and just really just pull away in this one? It indeed is. He is crushing today. Can you get F, all three? F, 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 F. Is F fries, Bob? If it's fries, you've run the table on multiple clues today. Also yeah. stole some, and this was just the most dominant performance we've ever seen dun, in the history dun, dun, of dun, dun, America. Dun. Says, is that final one <laughs> F for fries? It is. it is. You got the sweep. Yeah. Nicely done. That was. You're was welcome. Impressive. Good job. How many points? Um, you finished A with. Uh, I think I quit counting because it didn't matter. I think it's, it's eight fine. to eight to two. Is, I'll I take believe it. I'll I take it. He's going to tattoo impressive. that on himself. Eight to two. Well done. Eight that was a fun game too. Yeah, that's America says. Like I said, it's super popular. It's. Uh, I hate when they forget ketchup. That's the worst. I know. I, you know. You have to ask. It cuts on costs. You guys go on collectively do the little tiebreaker for what it come down to. Yeah, it. let's do it. It's fun because I love reading what people around the nation think of you personally, or like where you live. So this one, again, this is off of the actual game show. When you think of Minnesota, what do you think of? Now, again, this is what people from all around America said. Uh, The top answer, or excuse me, one of the answers were uh, starting with an H, one started with an L, and one started with a C. Oh. H, L, and C. When you think of Minnesota, what do you think of? Cold is one. Yep. H, hot dish. No. No, they don't know hot dish. I know. I just wanted to say it to appease our Minnesotans. (laughs) H, let's see. What do other people think about Minnesotans that would be H? H and L are your two remaining ones. L. L. Lakes. There you go. She got it. Lakes. Nicely done. And H would be how close to Canada we are. (laughs) No. Let's see. What would H be? Hum? Box in the penalty box. Hockey. Uh, oh, sorry. Yes, wrong button. Yes, the state of hockey. Correct. It's the hockey. Is oh, I guess the, that uh, makes sense. Uh, by the way, the next three were uh, P for poo poo. Prince. Oh, oh Prince. Oh, of course. V for victory. No, word that's usually not associated with Vikings. the Vikings. Victory. Yeah, nicely done. And then finally, A for. I have no idea. Um, A Thanks for, to the movie Fargo. Uh, I think I'm going to barf. Accents. Accents would have been the final one. So there you go. That's a nice win there for Bradley. That was a good to start one. The Thank week. you, Mike. Yeah, no problem. Way to start the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listeners, if you miss any of our show, 
or you just want to download back uh, episodes, please do so at your heart's content, wherever you get your podcasts or on our website. Don't forget, we also do a show within a show all about blind items, a whole half hour of juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. That's on blindedbytheitem.com. And when we come back, oh, look, we're not coming back. But you know who are? Lori and Julia on the other side of this. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.